Hey guys, welcome to Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things, a podcast about how to get through life and find God in every season while walking in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm so glad you're here. Have you ever come across someone that's too sensitive? Somebody that always is getting their feelings hurt when nothing was intended? Or are you a person that struggles with getting your feelings hurt too often? Do people tell you from time to time that you're too sensitive? How does that make you feel? Today I want to discuss the silent struggle of being overly sensitive. I view being overly sensitive as a personal prison, which is kind of geared towards assuming the worst. And people that are overly sensitive tend to have a distorted perception of what is going on. Everything is very geared towards outlines for people that maybe are struggling with being overly sensitive. So I think it's it's important to understand. So I think it's important to understand that just because you struggle with something doesn't mean you're defective and you always have two choices. You can either deal with the problem or not deal with the problem. And too many people choose to not deal with an issue for the reason that it's too hard, it's too embarrassing. Or they've reached out and they've tried to get help before and they've been hurt. Now, all of those reasons are valid because when we have issues, no matter what they are, today's issue that I'm discussing, of course, is being overly sensitive. But when we have issues, that typically means that it's a big, hard problem, that it can be an embarrassing problem. And you may have been hurt. But those things by themselves are more ploys of the enemy to keep you stuck than they are valid excuses or reasons to not continue to pursue finding ways to get over whatever is keeping you stuck. So just because a problem is big and just because it may be embarrassing and just because a lot or most people that you would talk to about it don't understand doesn't mean that it's not something that you should continue to get over. In fact, it's the exact opposite. If you're facing a lot of resistance and getting over an issue in your life, that is only evidence and proof that the victory that you are going to receive if you continue on is going to be so incredible. Remember, I often say that just because the door is hard to open doesn't mean it's not the right door to go through. You may have to blow it down with C4 or crawl and make a pathway underneath the door or take 10 years to beat it down. But at some point, if you continue doing the right thing, and seeking healing, and seeking ways to get better, you are going to get there. Because God says that he heals the brokenhearted, and he binds their wounds. 
So we have evidence all through scripture that God is a God who heals. He may not heal in the way we want, but he heals our wounds, especially when we are consistently pursuing truth and righteousness. He is by nature going to lead us to a pathway of healing. So back to being overly sensitive. A person that's overly sensitive may be hard to deal with, but I think it's important to understand where they're coming from because part of being insensitive is having uh, an issue with being able to empathize where other people's struggles are coming from. And when we can't empathize and sympathize with other people, then it's hard for us to respond appropriately and in love. So someone that's struggling with being overly sensitive has most likely been hurt a lot in their past. Because being overly sensitive is a learned behavior. We learn to protect ourselves or we learn that we are, we learn confidence by how we're treated. And so someone that's being, that tends to be overly sensitive has most likely been hurt a lot in life. And if we think about that, we can have compassion for people that have been hurt. We don't have to have gone through what they went through. We don't have to have, you know, a, like we've walked what they've walked to understand. All of those things are helpful, but we don't have to have them to be empathetic. We can be empathetic simply by deciding to have a soft heart. Simply by deciding to love in a biblical manner. So somebody that is, is dealing with being overly sensitive is geared towards assuming the worst. If something is said or not said, if something is done or not done, they are, are constantly in the mode where they're kind of looking out around the crowd and they are microscopically, they've got their lens out and they're looking for what's going to happen, for who's going to say something or who's going to hurt them. They also tend to have a struggle with a distorted perception. This is where things can be said or not said, but the person that's overly sensitive perceives them as something negative or rejection or something shameful or a joke that's being made about them. And so that's where problems can come in for a person that struggles with being overly sensitive. They have a distorted perception. Having a distorted perception is a hard thing to swallow. It makes you feel like you have no credibility. Like if you admit to being overly sensitive, then you're somehow saying that everything that's happened to you is made up. It's in your head. Which if that were true, you could say, well, I was, then you could say you were crazy or that, you know, nothing, your whole life wasn't real. But the thing to remember is having a distorted perception because of a learned coping mechanism is separate from who you are. It does not mean that you are a defective person. It does not mean you're a shameful person. If anything, it means that you've been through a lot and you're still here and you're still trying. 
that you're still showing up. You haven't given up. Maybe you've given up actively pursuing healing, but because you're alive, you haven't given up. So it's important that people that struggle with issues, whatever they may be, and again, today's focus is being overly sensitive, that you not define who you are by the problem you have. Problems are fixable. A person that doesn't have two legs, that has one leg and one amputated, doesn't go around and say, I'm of no value because I don't have two legs. Or a person that has diabetes doesn't become diabetes. They're still a person. They have a problem. They have a, 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 a sickness. They have diabetes. But that doesn't mean that because they have that, they're thrown away and they're of no value. No, you take medication. You eat healthy. And you get the problem under control. This is the same thing with being overly sensitive. Overly sensitive people can overcome. And the way that this happens in my mind from careful thought and prayer is a, a an approach that, that has different levels. And the first level is we... As a body of believers, as the church, and the church I'm not referring to as a, as a building, I'm referring to the collective group of believers, needs to be attentive to people that struggle with being overly sensitive. How do you do that? How do you do that in general? How do you pick them out? I'm not even saying that you pick them out, but you are attentive to this issue by searching yourself and being prayerfully aware if you are being insensitive. So being overly sensitive and being insensitive puts things off balance. When you have a group of people that are overly sensitive and a group of people that are insensitive, it's off balance. What we need to do as a church is we need to be noticing within ourselves, am I Overly sensitive or am I insensitive? Do I tend to be one or the other? And whichever one you are more geared to, to whatever whatever level of extreme you struggle with it, prayerfully seek and ask God to begin to show you because awareness is key. If you are overly sensitive and have no idea of it, you're going to go around sabotaging relationships and yourself until eternity. If you are insensitive and unaware of it, you are going to go around hurting people without awareness to eternity. We need to stop being people that lack awareness. We need awareness of our struggles because when we are aware of the struggle, then the struggle loses power and doesn't have the right to run the show anymore. We give our issues and our lives, our hangups and our problems power because of our lack of awareness and because of our embarrassment. And we need to stop doing that because there is no reason that believers need to remain stuck. And there are a lot of unfortunate problems we have. Being overly sensitive and being insensitive are two of them. So when we have a group of people that are aware, then the person that's 
overly sensitive begins to be aware that they're overly sensitive and they are working on their end to find healing and people that are insensitive are starting to notice that they are insensitive they struggle with that and so they start to become more empathetic more soft more kind and then the spirit is able to move and when this is done on an individual level it has a really big ripple effect if you've ever met one person that's sensitive to your needs you know how healing that is and that gives you then the refreshment and encouragement you need to go out and continue that on but when you meet someone that's insensitive to your needs it puts you in a bad mood and then that pattern continues on so even if only one person is deciding to face up to the issues and the struggles they have that has the ability with the power of the spirit to have a massive and mighty effect the next thing that i would suggest for someone that's struggling with being uh, overly sensitive is to find a safe person even if you've been hurt before keep reaching out until you find a person that you feel is trustworthy this person can be a family member, a friend, whatever, a pastor, they will be somebody that you can call or text or meet up for lunch and begin to help you to address these issues. They can give you perspective. They can encourage you. They can help you keep going. But this does need to be a person that you feel safe and that has proven to you to be a safe person that you can trust with talking about vulnerable issues such as struggling with being overly sensitive. Another thing that I would recommend for someone that's struggling with being overly sensitive is to do some journaling. It helps to have a place where you can, in an unrestricted way, write about your feelings. Even if you are just writing one word or you're scribbling or you're drawing, whatever it is, journaling is a good way to vent in an unrestricted way that allows you to get everything that you have out. And then another thing that I would suggest is if you're really struggling, I would suggest finding a good Christian counselor to have working with you in tandem with your safe person because a therapist is you know typically you see them once a week and it's scheduled so you can't call or text I think that it would be a good thing if you're really struggling with it to have a person that you can text on a more regular basis and talk with but then have someone that can professionally help you uh, work through some of these issues and then the last thing well, second to the last thing is watch defensiveness. And this is for both someone that struggles with being insensitive and someone that struggles with being overly sensitive. It is so easy when someone says to us, hey, that hurt my feelings for us to be defensive. Or for someone to say, hey, you're too sensitive. And for us to be defensive. Defensiveness is a red flag that there's something underneath the surface and you can about 100% be guaranteed that if you are being defensive, you really should go and take some time 
to prayerfully consider if there was truth to what was said. Because if there is nothing there, the need to be defensive isn't there. And so that really can shed some light on the amount of things that we brush off, that we really need to prayerfully be dealing with. Christians don't move forward by denying the heart issues that we have. The Bible says that the heart is deceitful above all else. We need to, every day, be asking the Lord to open our eyes to what's really going on with us. And defensiveness would keep us from the conviction of sin. It would keep us from the ability to see issues that are holding us back. And it definitely keeps us from being able to deal with them. The last thing is whatever you're struggling with and you are being open to the Lord about dealing with, there is absolutely no reason for you to feel shame. The only time you... You know, really, you should never feel shame. But if you're going to feel shame, it should be if you are actively holding on and, and living, you know, in sin or in your issue when you know that you have ways out. So if you are dealing with your problem, if you are acknowledging that you have a problem that needs work or healing, you need to reject shame. And go back to what I said at the beginning of this episode. Your problem doesn't define you. Your problem is also your platform. God uses broken people, broken things, problems, sin, disease, ailments to put us in the pathway for his purpose and his blessing to be worked out in our life. There is beauty in the broken things. There is power in pain. There is purpose in suffering. Your problems and your hang-ups and your hurts in the hand of an almighty God will be used to set you apart and creating you a heart that is like none other. So go with God and begin to address the issues that you have in your life unashamedly and with the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening. Come back next week. <laughs>